now, you're catching up with Peach. Hey, hey, you're back catching up with Peach. And no matter what time you're choosing to catch up, I'm glad that you're here. For clarity and continuity's sake, it is actually Tuesday morning this week that I'm in the studio, but I'm really excited to be here. There's some fun stuff going on. I'm looking forward to talking about it. What is all of it? Well, we had the NHL All-Star Weekend this past weekend. We have the Super Bowl this weekend, a couple weeks away from the NBA All-Star Game, jam-packed weekend in college basketball. Caitlin Clark's chasing down a record. Need I say more? I think we better get into it. So the lineup stays the same, football first, then basketball, then baseball. We'll finish with the Misfits. So without further ado, here we go. The one note I'll give you in the college football world kind of feels like an NFL note because I'm just letting you know that the NFL draft is at the end of April. And this is where the two kind of merge, all the little cogs mesh together. There's mock drafts where they predict and the powers that be and those that do all the research, where's this quarterback going to go? Where is this going to fit? That will be the talk for the next couple of months. Now, to move on to the NFL, before I talk about the Super Bowl, couple housekeeping notes. The two head coaching vacancies that were vacancies last week are vacancies no more. Let's see how many times I can say vacancies. Anyway, Seattle Seahawks have hired Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, supposedly a six-year contract there. And then Dan Quinn, no longer the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. He is the head coach at the Washington Commanders. So that's the, the latest in the coaching carousel. And as of now, Everything is is finished for head coaching positions. There's going to be some shifting around with uh, defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators, etc. All right, the Super Bowl this weekend. I have had a lot of content this week talking about the Super Bowl. You've probably seen some of it. There's more to come. I won't cover it too much here because I feel like I have there. So Word of the Day Wednesday gave you a couple just like need to knows about the game. And then, of course, come Friday, there'll be some names for you to know. Would you look at that? But again, Super Bowl 58, Kansas City Chiefs returning to the Super Bowl after they won last year against the Philadelphia Eagles. And then the San Francisco 49ers, they're looking to win their first Super Bowl since 1994. And the numbers are in favor of the 49ers. I'm not a betting woman, but if I were putting some money on it, everybody's saying the Chiefs. I'd be surprised if the Chiefs don't take home back-to-back Super Bowls. So we'll see what happens come Sunday night in Vegas. All right, let's move on to basketball. NCAA men's side of things. I had the time of my life this past weekend, some incredible games, but let me give you the top five. UConn at number one, Purdue at number two, UNC, North Carolina, number three, Kansas at four, and Houston at five. And actually, as a side note, this is the first time in seven years that South Carolina has entered the top 25. They come in at number 15 this week. Well, those, we had four. It was the first time ever we had four top 10 matchups in the same weekend. So Purdue beat Wisconsin. And I think I had told you guys, I hadn't seen Wisconsin play too much. So I was really excited to see them. And they didn't disappoint. I mean, yes, they lost to Purdue, but what are you going to do, Zach Eady and company? But can I just say, player of the game, Tyler Wall for Wisconsin. Love what I saw from him. All right. Kansas beat Houston this past weekend. Uh, Tennessee beat Kentucky and North Carolina beat Duke. Uh, I didn't see too much. I don't want to speak too much about the Tennessee and Kentucky because I have yet to watch the highlights from that. But 
Kansas looked really strong against Houston. North Carolina looked strong against Duke. But Kansas Kansas didn't look so good Monday night. They lost in overtime to an unranked Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State's 11th win. So Kansas, a little up and down. I, I like them. I actually just filmed some content talking about them. I got to decide when I want to publish that. Now that they just lost in overtime. Uh, I jinxed them. I jinxed them. All right, but uh, that's what that's what we need to know in the men's side of things. Now, on the women's side of things, Caitlin Clark, as of Tuesday morning, is 66 points away from Kelsey Plum's record. Kelsey Plum holds the record for the most points in NCAA women's college basketball. Caitlin Clark helping her team climb there. So, oh, the rankings before I forget. Number one, South Carolina. Number two, Iowa. Number three, North Carolina State. Number four, Colorado. And number five, Ohio State. Now I want to talk about a freshman at USC for a second. Have you heard about her, Juju Watkins? Well, it, it, it came to my attention via an Instagram post, and, and maybe I'll share that on my uh, on my Instagram. But she's a freshman of the year candidate, and Friday, February second, she had fifty one points and eleven rebounds in their sixty seven to fifty eight win over Stanford. But the thing about this is. About a, you know, a few days later, excuse me, a few days before this, so she's in the gym shooting on a Sunday night, just getting up shots, and the security guard calls the head coach and says, hey, should I kick her out of the gym? She's like, no, let Juju be Juju, and give her five days. She scores the second most points in a single game in Pac-12 history behind, wouldn't you know it, Kelsey Plum. So Juju Watkins, let's keep an eye on that name. I know we're always talking about Caitlin Clark, but their numbers are really similar through the first 19 games as far as points, you know, assists, things like that. Uh, so not just a freshman of the year front runner, but let's put her name in the conversation for player of the year. All right, let's move on to talk about the NBA. So just a little quick check uh, where we are standings-wise. In the East, it's the Celtics, the Cavs, and the Bucks. Again, Boston Celtics, Cleveland Cavaliers, Milwaukee Bucks. And then in the Western Conference, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the LA Clippers. Again, always subject to change. Things, they, uh, they move and shift on a dime. Couple notes here. I do have a link, as as I hinted at, the All-Star Game is going to take place in Indianapolis February 18th. So if you want to know some more about that, it is linked in the description. Joel Embiid has had some knee issues. I talked about last week he couldn't miss any more time if he wanted to be in the conversation for the MVP race. Now that there's a 65-game minimum, yeah, that's that's done and dusted. Basically, he will not be a part of that. He's got a meniscus issue. He will have a procedure. I have not yet seen a timeline for how much time he is anticipated or expected to miss, but I'll let you know when I know. And then the trade deadline is actually today, tonight. So 3 p.m. Eastern time. There have been some trades. We'll see what happens. Um, But again, there's a link in the description if you want to know more about that. But that's basketball. Just one note, in the baseball world, Bobby Witt Jr. has signed a contract extension with the Kansas City Royals, 11 years, $289 million. All right, in the hockey world, before we get to the All-Star Weekend little recap, the Edmonton Oilers on Tuesday night are looking to tie the streak. So I will let you know what happens there. But the All-Star Weekend, again, I have a link if you want to know some more things. But Connor McDavid won the skills competition. Team Matthews beat Team McDavid 7-4, to and Austin Matthews was the MVP with two goals and one assist. Hopefully his name sounds familiar to you. 
there were celebrity captains. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing, but Justin Bieber was the captain for Team Matthews and Will Arnett, the captain for Team McDavid. Now, two players that we would have loved to have seen that did not participate, Jack Eichel from the Vegas Golden Knights and then Connor Bedard with the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, in the world of hockey, I just need to make a confession to you in hopes that it will spur me on to renew my New Year's resolution. I have dropped drop the ball. I would say drop the ball, drop the puck on watching hockey. So this is my commitment to you that I need to start watching more hockey. But you have to realize it's really hard for me when we have college basketball weekends like just was. Okay, I know those are excuses, but that's what we got in hockey. Hopefully I'll bring you more next week. Okay, we're wrapping up with the misfits and actually a number of things I want to talk about here in the soccer world. First, Lionel Messi is starting to feel a little bit better. He's likely to play in an inter-Miami friendly they've got going on in Tokyo. He sat out of a friendly in Hong Kong and some some ticket ticket buyers, purchasers were not too happy about that one. Christian Pulisic, you know his name, right? He's like the star of the men's national team. He plays for AC Milan in Serie A, which is the Italian professional league. He is one of only three players in the league with five non-penalty goals and five assists. They're excited about that come the Olympics this summer. Jose Mourinho, the fans at Chelsea were chanting his name like they want him back to be manager. Um, we're just going to see what happens there. I just feel like that's drama waiting to happen. And lastly, Kylian Mbappe is going to head to Real Madrid after this season with PSG. I don't have anything for you in tennis, but a quick note in golf. Wyndham Clark won the Pebble Beach Pro-Am this past weekend. After four rounds, they had to cancel it. They had to cut it short. It was so much rain and wind gusts of up to 60 miles an hour. I think that would affect a golf ball. I don't know. And then John Rahm made his live debut. Of course, he was like the biggest news won the Masters last year and then is now transferring to transferring this isn't college it's made the switch to the live the live tour okay that does it see i told you it was a fun week we got so much going on uh happy super bowl week oh and a little psa it is now less than a week until valentine's day so if you are a person that needs to celebrate that in any way shape or form consider this your formal reminder but guys this was fun as always i appreciate being with you thanks for being here and i will look forward to being back here with you next week same time same place thanks for catching up with peach